Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for Wednesday, October the 4th. And in New South Wales, Australia, we did see rain develop yesterday and continued earlier today, bringing some relief to very dry wheat, barley, and canola production areas in that state. And it looks like upwards to four-tenths of an inch had been reported officially uh, through dawn at New South Wales time, and some additional rain has occurred since then. We're waiting for the totals to come in. We were expecting a half inch to an inch and a half to occur across a big part of the key production areas in that state, and I think that will verify when the additional data comes in. Western Australia, though, is not expecting to get much rain, and it will continue to be dry biased for at least 10 days and perhaps two weeks. There's a lot of concern that Western Australia's yield potentials for wheat, barley, and canola will come plummeting downward if this trend lasts much longer. Now, New South Wales yields are going to be up because of this rain that has occurred here in the last 24 to 48 hours. There will not be much follow-up moisture though, so it will be cool, which will conserve the moisture, but that's going to be about the last of the moisture of significance for even the southeast part of the, the nation for a while. And perhaps uh, Victoria is the exception to that. Victoria will see some additional moisture, but not New South Wales. All right, Russia and Ukraine dryness is also expected to continue for at least another week. However, this morning, 60 GFS model run did suggest precipitation would develop across Ukraine and parts of Russia's southern region. Now this has been the trend in recent days that enough cool air would come down into eastern Europe and western parts of the CIS to induce a little bit of precipitation in some of these areas and I can't argue against that although I will tell you that the 6Z GFS model is overdoing the precipitation this morning and this is for the October 12th through the 18th period. In Argentina rainfall over the past two days has certainly been welcome but has been very light. Uh, Certainly temporarily uh, improved topsoil moisture will benefit some of the uh, wheat barley that is produced in that area. Maybe a little bit of sunseed and corn planting will resume or uh, continue with success, but the moisture totals haven't been that impressive. Very few areas have had more than about 35 hundredths of an inch, and we do need to see a greater amount of moisture in order to support a better environment for all crops, and that's just not likely to come right away. We are going to be seeing uh, plenty of rain occur in Brazil, however. In fact, it looks like it's going going to be excessively wet in some areas in Rio Grande do Sul. We've already seen some significant moisture occur there in the last 24 hours and looks like there's been localized amounts over four inches in some parts of that state. The forecast models have already been promoting abundant moisture from now through the middle of next week and there will be flooding that will take place eventually in parts of southern Brazil. But more importantly, the precipitation is expected to just keep the region too wet for aggressive field work and winter wheat conditions will deteriorate and there will be some delay in corn and soybean planting as well as cotton and rice and other crops. Now the one area that will benefit most from the moisture is probably center south crop areas where, where coffee and sugarcane and citrus are produced and those crops will all benefit from moisture. There's been a lot of negative talk recently about dryness in Mato Grosso but I would like to point out that parts of Mato Grosso had some decent rain over the weekend. The central portions of the state had one to three inches of moisture. Now the north and the south saw amounts that in the past seven days, running from about four or five tenths of an inch upwards to about an inch and a third. And that was certainly welcome, but with the temperatures in the upper 80s and 90s, wasn't enough to counter evaporation very well. So there is reason for a little concern, but it, the situation is not crisis material quite yet. Now, as we go forward through the next seven days, the precipitation in Monte Grosso and neighboring areas will be sporadic and light, and the temperatures will continue to be warm bias, so that we will see the ground firm up and the need for greater 
rain will be on the rise, and I don't see a lot of that happening. Now, the European model suggests the second week of the outlook will bring in some better moisture. We'll see what happens as we go forward through these next few days to see how the models handle this situation. The overall bottom line, though, is that most of the abundant rain in Brazil is going to be in the center south and uh, interior southern parts of the nation, and not so much in center west. Mexico's drought is still in place with very little opportunity for change. We don't talk about them too often, but sorghum and corn, as well as a lot of other crops, have hurt, been hurt by the lack of moisture this summer. Uh, back in the States, we're looking for frost and freezes to occur uh, this weekend. In fact, there's going to be frost and freezes in a number of areas around the world, uh, not only in Canada and the northern U.S. plains, but also in eastern Europe and parts of the western CIS. All these areas will see frost and freezes, probably the first most generalized event of the season for these areas, which is later than normal. The impact will be low. In fact, if anything, it'll be beneficial because it will help to expedite crop maturation and harvest progress. The U.S. precipitation is still not occurring quite like it should, and uh, I think that a lot of folks are going to look at the hard red winter wheat areas as a disappointing rain event in the last 24 hours, especially in west, central, and northwestern parts of the production region where it was largely insignificant rain. Now, some moisture did occur earlier this week, but there's a big need for much more moisture across the region. The precipitation will be most significant in Oklahoma today and probably into tomorrow, and that will be helpful. Uh, outside of all of that, I think the only other areas in the world that folks are still watching are certainly southeastern Asia. It's still very dry there. There's not much reason to expect any big changes in southern Indonesia. Uh, but the rest of in, uh, Southeast Asia, including the Philippines, uh, Malaysia, and the mainland areas are all doing relatively well for an El Nino year. And uh, lastly here, the typhoon that's near Taiwan will be moving across the southern part of Taiwan here later today and tonight. It will produce some heavy rain flooding and some damaging wind, but the storm is relatively small in size and the area impacted will be low. The system is expected to move towards the China coast of Guangdong and Fujian as we move forward through the weekend, but the system is going to steadily diminish as it approaches and so the impact will be low. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.